whatever, my depression came. And I already had dealt with it, but this was the worst. Like, I, I, I've always thrived in school. I've always thrived in my studies. I'm very intelligent. I stopped going to school. I stopped bathing. I stopped eating. I stopped talking to my friends. I would find a fault in just about all my relationships, so I didn't have to commit to anyone. I completely checked out as a person. And what is painful, you know, when I think back on this, not a soul knew. People that swore up and down that they knew me didn't even have a clue what I was going through. Not to mention the gentleman would <laughs> threaten my life. He would threaten my life. He was oh so nasty to me. And I've come to realize that gentleman was going through some things. You know, things were tough for him at home. You know, he had his own issues. I'm, I'm not going to beat him down, especially when we made amends for that. I won't do that. But I will make my point now. Um, and, and not a soul won't stop me. I will do that. The depression I took on, um, always anxious, okay? Like, it appeared as if I had a nasty disposition. And I really was just so disgruntled with giving your body away so early on. And a person not receiving you back is... is it was a major blow because I cared for this gentleman very deeply. I cared a lot about him. Or so what my young mind thought at the time. I cared a lot about him. Uh, I wanted the best for him. Even if that meant, you know, I was <laughs> nothing to him. I wanted the best for him. Um, the slander that came along with that. And knowing I couldn't go to my mother... Or thinking that because of what was going on. The magnitude. I mean, I'm a young girl talking to this older guy. You know, our community for the most part is going to say, what was you doing doing that? Why, why, were you, why were you intentionally talking to someone that was older than you? I had no support. So I was stuck on my own battling this. And it was hard because I got the death threats. I got the threats of assault. I got assaulted by this guy. Okay, we had mess it was it was nothing but mess and what it did was it kind of tainted the way I viewed not just men but people if I give you my all I give you my heart I give you my body and the way you respond to that is through pure rejection I kind of felt like okay well maybe I should numb out because giving my all is not getting me anywhere I'm giving my all to my mom. I, you know, I'm not being received. That's my main relationship that I need to develop and, you know, kind of learn to set these boundaries. And here I am for the first time. I'm romantically involved with somebody early on. Absolutely inappropriate. But that those are my feelings nonetheless. I have nothing. I have nothing. I gave, I gave it all and I have nothing. Um, it, it sent me in a deep deep stupor of depression I wanted so bad to take my life because I did not understand how I could put time and energy into a person and they just don't see me how do they not see me when everything I do is from my heart it's privately done it's not like I'm looking for a kudos I, if anything I'm wanting your approval I'm wanting you to respond back to me the way that I'm responding to you whatever he's young right that depression, how, nonetheless, knocked me on my behind. When I tell y'all, 
it would be weeks and I hadn't been to school. It'd be weeks I hadn't done my hair. And I, I used to do my hair every weekend. Like, I had my hair done all the time. I was, I was getting really good at it. I stopped doing my hair. I stopped bathing. I didn't care how my room looked. Anybody that knows me knows, oh, my God, I'm a knee freak. Um, well, not anymore since I had kids. I'm pretty... I mean, I, I manage. I put it to you like this. Since I had kids, I manage. <laughs> I don't, I don't, mm. but I, I became nothing. I, I became like, I didn't even recognize myself. Like every day I would dissociate. It would feel like I was just existing because I, I, I did not just, just being obedient, did disobedient. What it did for me, it really put me in a jam. And, um, I want to share with you. My depression didn't look like everybody's depression. I was I was disgruntled. I was I was anxious. Um, I would be alone a lot. I would check out. I stopped laughing. Nothing was funny anymore. I didn't. You know anybody that knows me? No, I love my grandma. I didn't feel like I loved anybody. I, I was so it was such a dark time. And um, today I was reminded of that circumstance. And because it's such a deep set wound. Um, it, it has been a process. Like, it's been, like, what is it? Damn, we're coming up on the anniversary, too. It's been going on, what is this, 11 years, 12 years? It's been 12 years since that situation, and, you know, it's still a decent one. So I find myself at times, like today, being reminded of it, you know, having to um, address something that you feel like, dang, I already dealt with that, only to realize you probably still got more work to do. And I wanted to read off a couple of scriptures about what I think about the situation now in hindsight. So like I mentioned, I was disobedient. I don't want to take away from that. I don't want to take away from the fact that I, I heard God tell me nothing good was going to come from it. But instead, I, I chose to look at it like a challenge. And, oh, wow, that's so crazy that that, that popped up just now, um, that scripture I put in. But, um... I don't want to shake from that. Like, there's times where God could be telling you something, not just to be talking to you, but more than likely to steer you clear of pain and issues and death and loss and great misfortune. And we, we don't heed to it. So we experience the, the you know, pain like we never felt before. Um, like we were talking, I was talking about yesterday, we experienced the long-suffering or we go through things that we think might take us a couple of months and end up being decades before we finally find some clarity. And this from disobedience. Um, I got a couple of scriptures. 2 Timothy 3, 5. Having the appearance of godliness, but deny its power. Avoid such people. So, people who act like they get it don't really get it and you know downplay what this is all about like there's these schemers and I felt schemed when you know when I was being groomed by this person and this person was going along like you know he didn't mean me any harm it wasn't like that you know, he meant well, and he, he understood me, I understood him. If I wasn't a be, a disobedient, I would have never gone through that. And I'm not trying to take the blame completely, but I do believe 
it's necessary to take the blame in some of it. I find that this situation was like a soul tie. Like, what happened was so detrimental to my development that I still sometimes feel bound to it. And I like to tell people I'm not bound to anything. But I'm looking at 1 Corinthians 6.16. And it says, Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two will become one flesh. Not to call myself a prostitute or nothing. This is really not funny. It's a serious matter. But that's how it felt. Like for a long time, I felt bound to him not like I had to be loyal or anything like that it felt like I couldn't shake him um it felt like we were stuck and it's because of the ungodly soul tie we forged when we had got together this person you know didn't mean me well and it's almost like I married who they were and that's probably why I became disconnected with my reality so when I think of the situation, I think about a time when I was lost in the sauce and confused and didn't have any hope, didn't have any light, didn't have any dreams, didn't have any aspirations, didn't have nothing. So to look back then and see where I am today, it's a major relief. I'm grateful to God for it. Because only God could pull me out. I was uh, thanking God last night, praying last night, and I was saying, God, thank you, you know, for real. Like, thank you for real. Because if not you, I don't know how I would have gotten out of those dark days. Like, I, I remember thinking, I said, I, you know, I'm, I'm frowning my face about these guys on the corner. <laughs> but, you know, the way that I'm going, I might not have a darn future myself. So, you know, a future doing anything, especially doing something like this, as shy as I was back then, as timid as I was back then, being on here, like I said, spilling my darn guts. No, sir. I would not have been doing that. But it's such a blessing that I'm able to do that today. Like, God has been, to say God has been good is an understatement. He has been extraordinary. He has been, he has, he has pardoned me for my past offenses. He has pardoned me for my negligence. He has pardoned me for being disobedient. And I feel it in how I move, which is why I thought it was necessary to share this with y'all. And like I said, some of y'all might listen to some of my segments because I am I'm pretty raw. If nothing else, you're going to see, you're going to learn that I'm a pretty raw person. I, I'm not a punk, so there's things that I'm willing to share. And it's not to say you a punk because you don't want to share. You might be, you know, self-preservation. Ain't nothing wrong with that, but... um where my destiny is calling me, it's telling me to bear it all. And I'm I'm not afraid. You know, there's some things, like, before I actually do it, I'm apprehensive. Like, there's one thing God wants me to share with people. I'm not really there yet on it, but I know he's building me to do it. I look forward to sharing it when it's time, y'all. Because I know, I know it's a lot of people that have gone through this particular topic that is in my queue that I want to talk about. Uh, I can't wait to sh- I can't wait to talk about that because I know that's going to be like a crazy breakthrough. Like even today, like I was I was turning my nose up as I was recording this because I was mad, especially the way it was brought up. It wasn't like nobody put me on blast or nothing. 
<laughs> that'd be the worst, right? When people remind you of your ex and stuff. But no, I wasn't put on blast or anything. The person called me. And it threw me off because I'm in a relationship um, with somebody I love so much. Like, I mean, I love this person beyond death. Okay? So, I'm heated for real that this person called me um, because that's not where I am today. You know, I'm not bound to nobody for whatever reason. I'm bound to God. That's who, that's who saved my life, changed my life around. And, and told me it was okay to move on despite my shortcomings, my flaws, what I've done wrong. Um, I want to give y'all some more scripture. Okay, let me see. I want to tell y'all. So I, I typed in, you know, I like openbible.info. Y'all, if y'all trying to learn about the word with your unconventional selves like me, and maybe you don't always crack open your Bible, I want y'all to check out openbible.info, Okay. And you can, uh, you'll, you'll be led to a site where they have like a search bar and you can put in what you're um, dealing with and it'll pop up. Like right now, I just put in forgetting the past. Um, and it'll give you like a couple of scriptures you can read as it pertains to forgetting your past. So I've, I see Isaiah 43:18. It says, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. So when God comes and restores you, you don't have to ruminate on what you've done wrong. Because if you think about it, it's when people say forget the past, they're not saying for they're not saying like play completely, uh, be oblivious to the obvious, the reality of what really has happened. If anything, they're saying do not rehash it and allow it to consume you. That you start to think you don't have permission to proceed in your life. That's real. This situation had me so bound. I said, I can't move because this paralyzed me. Like, I wanted, or, you know, my little kid mind, I wanted this to be a thing. I wanted us to work. I wanted so bad to prove to this person that I had their back. I was going to support them. They could trust me. They were safe with me. But I didn't understand at such an early age reciprocity and, and the importance of you know someone matching what you have to offer and more importantly respecting you enough that you are such a young child that you need time to develop how about that <laughs> let's call it thing a thing how about that but uh, i wanted to share that again in the efforts to encourage you don't be bound y'all like don't be bound to your past like you are not who you were a minute ago you're not who you were 10 seconds ago 10 years ago, unless, of course, you are still doing the things you were doing 10 years ago. And let's talk about that. I notice when this situation comes up, we don't talk about um, the people who live there, who live in 20 decades ago, 30 decades ago. Let's talk about those people. So those are the people you are. Those are the people, for the most part, when people reference people that live in the past, those are the people we talk about. These are people that 10 years still can't function. 10 years still can't hold down a job. 10 years later still can't grow. 10 years later still holding on to old stuff. 10 years later still robbing, hurting people, violating people, taking advantage of folks, stealing from folks. Those are the people that live in the past. Those are the people that can't grow. Those are the people that are unhappy and miserable. And I got some scripture for y'all little lackluster behinds too. 
<laughs> you little, you little poor minded selves. Like that's you. That's your fault that you're bound. You want to keep things around your neck and, and hold you bound. I'm not bound. You stay bound. I'm not doing it. You're not. You're not giving your. You're not projecting your misery. Like my sister said this morning, people sometimes call you to throw you off your course just to say, share some of this misery too. And she ain't never lied. <laughs> Let me get y'all some scripture for that. Uh, I forget. I, oh, I guess you could say, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yes, it is unforgiveness. Is that unforgiveness a word? I think it is. Okay, so yeah, I, I think that's what the word I'm looking for. So when you think about um, a person that's bound to the past, what, what makes them bound to the past? The past is gone. It's, it's no more. So why would a person still be there? Let me tell you why they're still there. These people still hold people to stuff that happened so long ago, and they don't see it in hindsight. They don't see um, their role in Sorry, y'all. I had um, covered some information on mornings with seasonal depression. Um, that is one of my segments that I really give y'all a lot of who I am and what I've been through. Again, it's not an attempt to get sympathy. I ain't no sucker. I don't need it. It ain't an attempt to get no crutch. Um, no, no pass. I don't want a pass. I don't need a pass. I really want to encourage somebody else because when I was going through those dark days, I really thought I was alone. I was on my own. I have nobody. And, you know, just to know that other people through life have gone through what I've gone through and helped pull me to where I am today, I, I want to do the same. I want to, I want to be a martyr and pull more people in to um, clarity. Um, in Mornings of Seasonal Depression, I think that is the segment where I talk about a gentleman I was um, involved with at a very early age. Like, y'all was super young. Like, I'm talking about, I was, this, this was like, soon as I hit my preteen years. And I want to kind of break down what that circumstance was because I think a lot of people are oblivious to um, all of what sexual violation entails. All of what... Um, sexual immorality is I, I really want to get you get you guys to understand how especially with black girls how when we start to sexually demonize their bodies early on we kind of set them up for situations like this so there was a gentleman we'll call him jay i'll call him jay that's not his name but we're gonna call him right so there was a gentleman i was involved with at a very early age and um I knew in my heart, something told me, it's like God was telling me, it's nothing good going to come from this. Like, he is not into you. But I made it a challenge to kind of win this person over because I had pretty much figured out by that age what it meant or what I thought it meant to maintain a relationship with anybody. And I thought that meant to give all of myself and win them. Um, compete for their affection. Compete for who they are. It, it can happen if you just compete and put your all into that well lo and behold it didn't work out um, he, he was not into me and he was young himself um the spiritual battle I took on because I went out of side outside of what God had told me to pursue this gentleman that that really jump-started my depression um I think when I talk about it maybe you probably hear it from other people and it's better um, when I cover depression, I really want to give y'all a clear view, especially if you are somebody 
that is not, um, you know, if in 2021 you still are not aware as to what depression does, how what it looks like, I want to give you the facts so that way you can see it in others and help them before it's too late, before they get jammed up like I did. Um, mind you, I'm 13, 12 years old going through this, just experiencing major depression, okay? Um, once me and this gentleman went south, because he, you know, he never really wanted me. He, he knew that if he played along, he could get something out of it, right? And again, he's young. He's not a, he's, he can't be a villain for being young. I won't, I won't ostracize him. I won't, um, drag him for that because there's room for redemption. And that's the whole point of why I'm even talking to y'all right now. If there wasn't redemption, I wouldn't be talking to y'all, especially in the style in which I'm going to, uh, express this to you all. Um, he's forgiven. But once things went downhill, you know, he got what he wanted, gaslighted me, whatever. Hey guys, how's it going today? I am at work. Um, today is beautiful, by the way. How y'all doing? Year's still going well. I'm still thriving. I'm still blessed. Okay. <laughs> no complaints there. I uh, definitely want to get on here and share something that had just happened because as we know, this is an unconventional segment. I'm pretty transparent. I ain't no sucker. It ain't nothing that I can't talk about on here, which is why I love it so much. Um, I don't know what to title it just yet, but um, what I will say is we're going to be talking about the past. We're going to be talking about the real the raw reality of who we really are so if you are a sensitive person if you're a person that you know like to clutch your pearls when you hear news or information or you know something of the sort i recommend you log off now because that's how i talk <laughs> and i know that it will benefit other people that have gone through something similar remember we don't go through nothing just for ourselves we go through something to pull somebody else out I might have referenced this situation. I don't remember. I'm looking at my episodes. I don't remember when I covered this. I think I talked about this before. But, um, yes, I did. God is good because I just stumbled across it. So, if you remember, I have a segment called Mornings with Seasonal Depression. 